What up, people? It is Wednesday, August 11th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast, so let's talk. Um, I want to start by discussing what happened yesterday in the news. Um, Governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, decided to resign uh, due to the multiple allegations of sexual assault. Um, And, of course, I am highly against sexual assault. Uh, These are of course allegations at this point and I was hoping that if he is truly innocent he would fight the charges but in his statement um, he made some very good points and the one that stood out to me the most was the fact that we're fighting a global pandemic Uh, New York has specifically been hit pretty hard uh, by the virus and he doesn't want it to be a distraction And he explained how long the whole process would take of continued investigations going to court. And he just didn't want to put New Yorkers through that because he deems that this is a total political hit job on his character. Um, He did admit to uh, probably making some inappropriate touching things of that nature, but uh, he's decided to resign and his... um, assistant governor or I forgot whatever her title was lieutenant governor maybe um, is taking over in two weeks Um, so I don't have any issues with Cuomo resigning especially due to the allegations but an allegation is not proof Um, if people are resigning due to allegations Trump should resign the presidency a long time ago um, when he was in office because he had at least 25 allegations of sexual assault Brett Kavanaugh never should have been um, put on the Supreme Court or he should be removed because he had multiple sexual assault cases. And you have Matt Gates, who's currently in the Senate, who has allegations of actual sex trafficking with proof that he tried to bribe a witness. So none of these people have resigned. So it just seems that Democrats are always held to a higher standard when it comes to those type of issues. Uh, People come down harder on Democrats than they do Republicans. And this is just another example of that. Um, Andrew Cuomo, I agree he should have resigned based on uh, what he's done. And if he, you know, if he felt that was best for New York, I'm fine with that. But again, we need to hold all of these people to the same standards. Uh, again, Matt Gates, the sexual, uh, the sex trafficking allegations—they seem to be very credible. Uh, the allegations against Trump seem to be very credible, and the ones against Brett Kavanaugh seem to be credible. So let's just hold everybody to the same standard. Uh, that's all I ask for. And it looks like that we are going to probably be under some mask mandates pretty soon uh, here in Texas. Our governor, as well as the Florida governor, uh, DeSantis, and uh, Greg Abbott, I think they're having a contest to see who could kill more people. Because here in Texas, our governor signed an executive order uh, against mask mandates in schools and uh, any organization that gets federal funds. And I think in Florida, DeSantis has uh, said that any school superintendent whose district uh, creates a mask mandate for the students 
he's going to withhold their salaries because of that. And then both Texas and Florida have the nerve to ask for uh, hospital reinforcements. Florida specifically has asked for, I think, 300 additional ventilators uh, because a lot of the hospitals are running out of ventilators and running out of hospital beds. Uh, They're even asking people not to have elective surgery uh, to save that space for uh, people with COVID. And I saw a TikTok earlier of a man who took his wife to the hospital. She has cancer and is battling cancer. And they asked her, well, they sent her home uh, because they needed her bed for a COVID patient because she wasn't terminal. So once again, we, we have an issue where masks do work. Masks are not 100%, but you have so many people um, giving out so much misinformation about the virus, about the vaccine. It's, I think, actually killing people because they're listening to this nonsense. Uh, I had two conversations over the weekend and one with my best friend. Um, she's, I wouldn't necessarily say an anti-vaxxer, but she's definitely hesitant about getting this vaccine. And the two conversations I had uh, were very similar about the vaccine. Uh, one of the first arguments was that um, they are, or the United States are allowing undocumented immigrants coming across the border that may be uh, carrying COVID and spreading COVID. That's the first uh, argument I, I heard. So my rebuttal to that was, if that is the case, and if you're talking about coming across the Texas border, what does that have to do with what's going on in Florida and other states that's having an increase in COVID cases? If you're saying that immigrants are bringing COVID across the border, first of all, you don't know for a fact that that's what that the immigrants are coming across actually have COVID. Uh, secondly, the fact of the matter is that the majority of the immigrants that cross the border illegally are sent back. And third, what about all of the people that are unvaccinated here that could be carrying COVID as well? Why are you blaming immigrants? So they couldn't answer any of those rebuttal questions. Uh, it's just I heard this and then my friend was saying that she's heard about people dying from the vaccine and that because she's getting her information off Facebook memes and uh, unreliable sources. And I just straight up asked her, how many people do you know got the vaccine personally? Like, you know, I got it, you know, my whole family got it. Um, she knows her son and daughter-in-law, they've gotten the vaccine. I said, how many of them have died? Zero. Well, there you go. So you have proof that the vaccine um, has not killed people that you personally know instead of listening to these people who knows where they got their information from uh, and I told her I'm not going to argue with you about getting the vaccine I told another friend of mine I'm not going to argue with anybody about whether you should get it or not my thing is just make an informed decision and stop listening to uh, this BS all of this I heard stuff do your own research. Stop looking at Facebook, getting your 
your news from Facebook and your medical advice from people that didn't go to school for this stuff. And then one friend, um, she said she didn't want to take the vaccine because she doesn't trust Dr. Fauci. And I've heard that numerous times too. And this is a Trump supporter. Okay, it... The frustrating part about all of this, this stuff is, especially with Trump supporters, um, they don't trust it because Dr. Fauci has something to do with it. But yet, Trump is the one that had Operation Warp Speed. Trump has been vaccinated. Uh, so it's like you trust what Trump says. He took credit for rolling out the vaccine. Uh, but then you don't trust the scientists who created the vaccine. But then if you get sick, you'll go to the same doctors to get treated for a virus you think is fake anyway. None of this makes sense. And I just told my friends, look, I hope you don't get it. Uh, and I did reiterate the fact that you can still catch COVID even if you're vaccinated, but statistics show the majority of the people that are hospitalized are unvaccinated people. And one of my friends, she is a heavy smoker, and I know COVID affects the lungs and the breathing, and I think she would have a hard time if she caught it. But it's just the misinformation that's, that's out there. Um, the lack of common sense that's out there is just astounding to me. And all of these people are anti-vaxxers and my choice, my body. These are the same people that are against abortion, though. So when it comes to abortion, it's not, you know, the individual person's body. You want to regulate their own body. But then when it comes to taking a shot, it's your choice, your body. But also people, uh, there was a hospital that's mandating their staff get the vaccine. And... A lady interviewed the protesters outside of the hospital and asked them, you know, why are you against, why are you protesting this hospital? And their response is, you know, they're trying to make people do this. And the lady asked, okay, don't they have an option to quit or get the vaccine? Well, yes. Well, you're not being made to do it. Nobody's making them do it. They're saying that, uh, as a private company, they want their employees to be vaccinated. If you choose not to be vaccinated, that's fine. You'll just have to seek employment elsewhere. Then they said that it's because they don't want the vaccine because it's not FDA approved. And the lady asked, okay, well, if the FDA approved it next week, would you take it? No. Then they said they don't trust the CDC data, but yet tried to quote CDC statistics um, in order to justify the reason of not getting the vaccine. And again, I don't, I'm not going to argue with people about whether to get it or not. I got it. I'm fine. Uh, of course, I don't know what the long-term effects are going to be, but did you know what the long-term effects from um, polio shot was going to be? I mean, you have to start somewhere. And if something happens to me because of this down the road, I've lived a great life. So be it. But at this point, uh, I feel absolutely fine with my decision uh, and I wouldn't change it. 
and of course I was skeptical in the beginning but um, the longer it takes for people to get vaccinated we will never go back to normal and business as usual we just won't we'll continue to have these variants and this will last for a long time because you have this segment of population who's uh, I feel being unreasonable and not looking out for their fellow um, man. So, again, get it, don't get it. It's none of my business. But don't get upset when you're not able to do certain things because they will require you to be vaccinated. And it is proven that uh, vaccinated people have an easier time if they contract COVID uh, once they're vaccinated. Uh, They're less likely to be hospitalized and their symptoms are a lot um, are minimal compared to non-vaccinated people Uh, but again it's not an argument for me you have a right to make your decision you do what you feel is right for you personally I just want people to make an informed decision and stop getting their medical advice from Facebook or my pillow dude or people that haven't studied the science um that's all I'll say about that. Uh, so today, and for the next two days, the MyPillow dude, Mike Lindell, is holding a symposium about the election fraud where he is supposed to have all of this evidence and Trump is supposed to be reinstated on the 13th. And I watched a couple of clips of it and it's the shit show train wreck you would expect. Um... He's talking about the routers and the metadata and all of this stuff that has been debunked by computer experts. Uh, it's just such a, a waste of time. And I, something is really wrong with this dude. And something is wrong with all of these people that uh, for months have been supporting the big lie. Um, I just hope Letitia James, the district attorney of, or the state's attorney for New York will continue her research of Trump the way she did of Cuomo because during the um, oh what was his name the guy who was actually uh, trying to research or uh, investigate Trump while he was president of Mueller. The Bob Mueller report, uh, when those findings came out, they straight up asked him if he was not president, were there things that you could prosecute? And he said yes. So I hope Letitia James gets on that because this dude is holding cabinet meetings as if he's still president. Uh, This is just such a delusional uh, group of people. And now, again, the the date was supposed to be the 13th. Uh, and when that doesn't happen, they're going to push the date back. It's just continuing to push, the, kick the ball down the road. And it's just such a waste of time and effort. And if these people aren't held accountable for the things that they've done, um, democracy will be lost forever. And there's no going back if they let these people get away with the things that that they've done and this goes to the people that uh, tried to overthrow the government uh, it's, 
it amazes me at how these people are so clueless and they are so entitled to where um, they don't see the error in their ways. And even I'm hoping and praying that this January 6th commission do their due diligence and go through phone records, text messages of all the congressmen, uh, Congress people that were involved, Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Rand Paul, anybody that was involved in January 6th, I hope they all go to jail, go to prison, because that's what they deserve. Uh, right now, our democracy is at stake, and it does not look good at this point, but people have to be held accountable for their actions. And uh, I really hope that the Biden administration, you know, I have some gripes with the Biden administration at this point. Uh, I really would like to know what steps are being taken at the border because I don't think enough, they've released enough information about that. Uh, Secondly, I think they need to put police reform and voting rights on the fast track that needs to be handled ASAP, especially with having uh, midterms next year, something has to be done about the voting rights. Um, I think Merrick Garland and the DOJ will be looking into it, but something has to be done or uh, a lot of minorities' rights to vote will be taken away. What they already have, especially in states like Florida, uh, I think since the election, there have been over 230 pieces of legislation uh, across the United States making it harder for people to vote. So that has to be looked in. That has to be a priority along with police reform. Um, We are starting to see some police being held accountable for their actions. Uh, Not enough, but it's a start. But I think it has to be um, a priority or it will continue to happen. And I think there will be issues uh, all the time, but until these people are held accountable personally, I don't think a lot will change. Uh, there was a story of, I saw a video of a police officer. Uh, they had pulled up on three men sitting sitting down like on the sidewalk. Two of them ran. The third just sat there with his hands up. The police officer jumps out the car, throws him on the ground, puts his gun on the man's head and told him if he moves he's gonna kill him and the man was terrified for his life and justifiably so um, the excessive force this police officer used was unnecessary uh, and his sergeant thankfully is holding him accountable I think he's been fired and charged and then there was another incident where um, a police officer assaulted a 58-year-old black man threw him on the ground and he had like pins in his hip, pins in his knees and uh, another black police officer showed up and she calmed the situation down. Uh, the, the higher ups came to the scene and the initial police officer lied about what he uh, had done to the, to the man and the black police officer said, hey, I have body cam footage. I'm the one that, you know, pulled him off. Uh, and I think this police officer was fired as well. So 
this is excessive force will continue to happen, but they have to start being arrested, uh, not just even allowed to resign. Because what we've seen in the past is that in these situations, people have been allowed to resign, which means they can just get hired somewhere else. And we've seen that happen as well. They go to a different police department and they're not being held accountable. But also with um, civil suits, those fines or those settlements are paid by taxpayer dollars. And at some point until police pensions or they're held financially accountable as well, you'll continue to see these things happen because I've seen many videos of police uh, stopping people unjustly. And, you know, they say they'll sue the police department and they don't care because they're not going to be held accountable personally. So a lot of them get very arrogant when someone threatens to sue because they know uh, they have immunity, qualified immunity, and nothing uh, will happen to them personally. Um, So I just hope that the Biden administration does their due diligence and put these things at the forefront, Um, especially with the voting rights, though. Uh, with midterms next year something has to be done immediately Um, also for the people who criticized Simone Biles over the past couple of weeks and her stepping back uh, from competing in the Olympics and it comes to find out that her aunt passed away while she was there and that could have very well been the reason why she needed to take that mental break and why she wasn't fully there. But regardless of that, it's nobody's business. So to all of those people who criticize her, shut the hell up. You know, you never know what people are going through and the reason they do certain things, but people don't owe you an, an explanation. It's nobody's business. She chose to do what she did, what was best for her and secondly, what was best for her team. Uh, I talked about this in the last podcast to where if she's not mentally there, she could have been hurt. She could have hurt herself, which in turn would have hurt the team as well. So you have to look out for your mental well-being regardless of what other people think because everybody's going to have an opinion. So that's why I try to live my life. I don't care what people think about me. Um somebody else's opinion of me is none of my business and the negative comments the negative opinions it doesn't affect me because I know who I am as a person I know what I stand for I know who I am so their opinion I could care less you know people that continue to criticize especially someone dealing with uh, a mental issue you know that says more about them than they than it does the person that's dealing with the situation. So, you know, all these people that criticize Simone and and not understanding that mental health is important, you know, shut the hell up and move around. Uh, I, I commend her for having the awareness that she needs to take a step back and she was still there to support her teammates. Uh, that's a, a strong person in my opinion. Um... I did find out most likely I'm going to have to move by the end of the year. Uh, The complex I live in currently, they're going through a lot of renovations and the area I live in is pretty expensive. It's a very nice area, pretty expensive area, which is fine. I don't have an issue paying more, 
but I'm not going to pay more for something that's not upgraded. That's just ridiculous. Um, I talked to three of my neighbors over the past couple of weeks, and they've all, when they've gotten their renewal information, their rent has gone up by a minimum of $300. And that's just crazy. So I have already started the process of looking for somewhere else to move to within the general area um, that's more up to date. A change of pace is scenery uh, may be good for me. So I've been here for a while uh, and I'm actually kind of looking forward to it, but I hate moving. Um, I have to start the process of, you know, going through stuff, throwing old stuff away, kind of downsizing and preparing for all of that. But fortunately, I think I still have a little while uh, to do that. So I'm not in that much of a rush, but it will be here before you know it. So I'm looking forward to a change of scenery. I think that'll do me good. Uh, also, I celebrated my birthday last Saturday. Uh, it was an amazing birthday. My friends and family treated me extremely well. I'm extremely blessed to have such a tight circle and people that care about me. Uh, I'm not necessarily big on the gifts. I'm just I'm big on relationships and and keeping those tight but I did go to a friend of mine's house on Friday and it was just such an unexpected turn of events um, once I got to her house well let me start with last Wednesday um, a friend of mine said she wanted to cook dinner for me and so I went over her house Wednesday she cooked this nice um, garlic lime shrimp and pasta dish really good really tasty and she said she had a surprise for me after dinner so after dinner we just hung out watched some tv and she asked me if i was ready for dessert come to find out she went to my parents house talked to my mom and got my mom's uh better than sex cake recipe which is my favorite dessert um and she had my mom walk her through how to make it. She wanted to make it for me from scratch, which she did. Uh, I was kind of concerned because she's not the, the best uh, baker or cook, therefore, but she uh, did an amazing job. And she cooked the cake. She talked to my mom throughout the process, and it came out good. Uh, I had to give her credit. I was very surprised because it was something I felt was extremely thoughtful to do. She put a lot of thought into it. She wanted it to be special for me. So I'm extremely appreciative of that. And then on Friday, went to another friend's house and um, I walked in the house and she had the lights off. And she said, you know, before I turn the light on, I know you like to go to Vegas, but since you weren't able to go to Vegas, I wanted to bring Vegas to you. She flipped the light switch and she had this huge, wall-sized Welcome to Las Vegas sign with balloons all around it. She had like a little uh, roulette table and I thought that was just one of the coolest things that she thought about doing that. Uh, she bought this huge banner just for me to celebrate my birthday knowing that Vegas is one of my favorite vacation spots. Um, and just little things we've talked about over the past couple of months. She just listened and you know, got me several gifts. Um, I told her I wanted to try the salted caramel uh, Crown Royal. 
she bought me some of that. Um, salted caramel is one of my favorite things. She went to the Cheesecake Factory, which is about 45 minutes away from her house, and bought me salted caramel cheesecake for my birthday for dessert. Uh, she was just very, very thoughtful. So I was very appreciative of that as well. Um, my brother took me out on Sunday. We went out to lunch and then went and caught a movie. And we saw um, the movie Old, M. Night Shyamalan's movie Old, and it was ridiculous. I mean, we kind of laughed throughout the whole thing, but the premise was kind of crazy. Um, it was just, it was weird. I mean, but most M. Night Shyamalan movies are. But if you want a good laugh, I'll say rent it. If you can find it on Redbox or cheap stream or something like that but definitely don't go to the movies to see it it was just weird uh, I think the next thing I'm looking forward to is Candyman so I think my brother and I will go check out Candyman when it comes out but that was in addition to my birthday uh, gift from him uh, he bought me some poker related stuff which was cool he bought me some office related stuff which the office is one of my favorite TV shows um my mom and dad, they hooked me up. My aunt, she hooked me up. So it was just a, a very, very good birthday overall. Uh, again, I'm very blessed. I have wonderful family, wonderful friends that um, have truly had my back for a long time. And uh, I still think I have one friend coming to town tomorrow. So uh, her and I will get together and maybe go to dinner or something after work. Uh, I have another friend, her and I, we're going to get together at some point really soon uh, because she just turned 50, uh, so we'll celebrate our birthdays together at some point over the next couple of weeks, but, and then we have football season starting really soon, Um, the Hall of Fame game was on the other night, it was trash, I'm interested in seeing, uh, what the Cowboys do. It should be an interesting year. I'm getting ready for fantasy football as well. So that should be fun. So I'm going to wrap this up for this week. Uh, this week's Rebel Middle Finger, and I've already kind of touched on it. It's just a general uh, Rebel Middle Finger to everyone still spreading misinformation about COVID and the vaccine. I think the people that are intentionally doing this, you're killing people. Um, And real quick, I did hear that a TikTok influencer received some, an offer from a Russian group that they would pay him to spread misinformation. And I think that's part of the reason why we have a lot of misinformation now, uh, because it's being influenced by outside sources but to all of those spreading misinformation the hell with you stop it you're killing people and time is too short we we need to get this under control and my quote for this week is don't argue with people on social media every classroom had a kid that ate paste that's probably who you're arguing with i couldn't think of a better way to end this week so that's all for this week as always god bless peace